goodness! Justin Jefferson pulled it in! Looking for A.J. Brown. He's got it! Touchdown! In trouble, T.J. Watts. I am just, like, stoked about this Lions team. Debo Samuel! There he goes! Foot on the gas! All the way! Two MVP seasons. Not overreacting, but it might be happening. Oh, in the end zone! Keenan Allen! There he gets him! It is Parsons! I love the upside, the athleticism. Alright, what is going on everybody? How is everybody doing? Welcome back here today to another episode of the Triple Option Podcast. We're going to be doing our week 7 preview as well as a mailbag episode as well. What's going on Tom? What's going on Tom? How are we doing? Hello, What's up guys? So we're recording this a little bit before the Thursday night game uh, where the Jaguars are going to be playing the Saints. Uh, and is it's confirmed Lawrence is going to play? As a few minutes ago, yes. He's playing. Yeah, he's going to play. We don't get to see CJ Beathard on Thursday night. Luckily, <laughs> it's it's fine. We're gonna gain the ultimate quarterback matchup on uh, Sunday with the Raiders and Bears Raiders, going at each other. O'Connell versus um, is it Badgett? Tyson Bagnet? But yeah, I definitely no no. It's definitely not how I say it. But he didn't look great last weekend. But we can call him T Bag. I feel like that's a good nickname. We'll go with that. <laughs> and I saw that on Twitter. And uh, we're gonna go into a couple games, probably the more uh, premier games about uh, this weekend. And there's actually a solid slate. Like there's some really good games. Like the first one we'll talk about, uh, the Miami Dolphins are going to be going on the road to face the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday night. So an actual like sick primetime game we're getting. And this is gonna be a really good one. The Eagles are favored by about two and a half points, um, probably because they are the home team here. But both teams are five and one. And this is a good offense going up against another good offense. Um, the defenses, I guess, kind of have been hit or miss at some times this year. I think it really comes down to, like, I don't know. How well is, like, Tua going to play on the road in a little bit colder weather with a good home crowd? And is he going to be able to kind of torch up a, a very, like, respected, at least, Eagles secondary? I'm not saying it's a week by any means. But uh, this one is tough. I'm going to probably go on the Eagles side of things. Tom, do you think the same or you like you like Miami in this game? I want to pick the Dolphins, but I th I think this is uh, this is where the Eagles uh, come back and avenge their win against the Jets here. Uh, I, I the last time the Dolphins played in a huge game with us, I picked I picked them and they got smoked by the Bills. So with the way it's going, the Dolphins are probably gonna win by thirty. So, but I'm gonna pick the Eagles. I think for this point in time, I may uh, change my stance between now and Sunday. Okay, so we got two Eagles. Stop. You we're going all. I don't think we should do it. No, we're going to go all three. Um, so don't fact check me on this, but teams that are favored on the road, when they lose a game and then come home, they win that home game 100% of the time, guaranteed. The Eagles just lost at the Jets, a game they should not have lost. Now they're coming home. They're going to be hungry. They're, they want to just get that bad taste out of their mouth. They'll come out and win this game. And the Dolphins, I mean, I'm, I'm the biggest Dolphins believer of the three of us that there is. So the fact that they're five and one, I did a little digging. Their opponents this year are nine and twenty-five. Like, are we? Is that how good? Com not, no, not really. <laughs> like, <laughs> the Dolphins. I know, but the Dolphins look great. But just the fact that their opponents have been awful this year concerns me a little bit because even Tom brought it up with uh, Buffalo. Like, their one real test, they kind of got embarrassed that game. I'm expecting the same thing to happen here, going on the road. 
and very quietly, I don't know if you guys noticed, do you know who the second leading receiver is in the NFL this year? Is it A.J. Brown? A.J. Brown, who yeah. two uh, four weeks ago was acting like a diva on the field, and we said, oh, he's going to get a lot more yards the next game. And the last four games, he's put up 131, 175, 127, and 131. So Devontae Smith has taken like some crazy backseat to him too. Like he is, the, like you, people are saying Devontae Smith is gonna be better than not better, but like more yards than like the number one, I guess, in the Eagles. AJ Brown must have heard that and got mad because he's yeah. playing like <laughs> even better than he was last year. Yeah, and he's just fully taken over. And speaking of the Eagles receivers, there's a new man in town, Julio yeah, Jones, Jones. Apparently, still playing. I didn't, I didn't think he was still playing, but here he is uh, in the year 2023 playing for the Philadelphia Eagles. Who would have thought? I saw a tweet today. It said uh, Devontae Smith uh, popped up in the injury report with with the DMP for um, a hamstring, and someone coached him. Was like, I guess Julio's mentoring them early. <laughs> I I don't know if you guys have looked at it recently, but if you had a guess in ranking order of the top three rushers between these two teams, how would you go about them on the season? Probably both the Dolphins running backs, and then no, nah, I was. There's no way Swift has more, has more than Mostert. Oh, it's. A chains one, right? A chains, yeah. A chains yeah. one, right? Yeah, because he was he was second. But he hasn't played the game. Yeah. He got hurt. He's barely played. He didn't even play like the first week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's at four sixty, still third in the NFL. DeAndre yeah. Swift is fifth, um, and then uh, Mostert's a little bit below him. But yeah, I was kind of shocked to oh, see. Oh, so uh, ahead of Mostert. Yeah, he is by. Uh, I would have said it went A chain Mostert Swift twenty three yards. It's is it A chain or A chan? I think it's A chan. I think I it think is it a chance, but everyone everyone had it wrong originally. I know, so and then he had to like the shot <laughs> to tweet. Yeah, to make their fans name off the a chain. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, I was a little shocked by that, but uh, DeAndre Swift has been very good this year, and he also like didn't really play in Week One at all. That was all like Kenneth Gainwell. Not even sure if he was active then. Uh, so we're all going Miami, or we're all going Philly over Miami. The last time we did this, we all chose the Chargers over the Cowboys. So let's hope it works out for us. Uh, we got another great game this week. Um, really, so much better than last week. We got Detroit going to Baltimore. The 5-1 Lions, who might have the most momentum in the NFL right now, going up against the 4-2 Ravens. One of the best offenses going up against, I would say, a solid offense and a very good defense so far this season. The Lions at 3 for Baltimore. And I honestly do think, I was higher on Baltimore going into the year. I did think that they were going to win the division. And I do think Lamar Jackson is due for a very monster performance. And it's not a, it's going to be going up against a beatable Lions defense. It's not as bad as it was last year, but it's still not a lead in my opinion. And yeah, I'm going to go with Baltimore on this one. I'll throw it to Dom first. Who do you, who do you have this weekend? Yeah, so starting with the Ravens here, Lamar Jackson is 15-1 and all-time against NFC opponents. Do you really? Know one do you know who the one team is that he lost to? Oh, is it was it last year? Oh, it, yeah, he lost the Giants. It was the Giants last year. So Lamar just completely owns the NFC. Um, however, on the flip side, the Lions in their last seventeen games are now fourteen and three, which just doesn't make any logical sense because it's the Detroit Lions. Like one of the worst franchises ever is on a insane seventeen game stretch now. Um, the main thing I want to focus on for this game is that Detroit has the number one rushing defense in the league they only allow 65 rushing yards a game if the ravens can't run the ball that's like their whole offense it stems right from that so i think i think the lions will be able to shut down the ravens running game which will affect lamar will throw him off and i'm gonna take the lions here to get the upset i don't fully understand the spread being three i feel like it should be a little more even but i'm gonna take the lions i think they went out right 
I'm going to take the Lions as well. Um, the Ravens, they still have a couple of key defensive players that are also injured. Like, I'm looking at the injury report right now. Ronald Darby did not practice. Uh, Marcus Williams did not practice. Um, and Clowney actually seems to be back to full strength. But, I mean, how much of a real difference is Javion Clowney making in 2023? <laughs> um, and the Lions are super banged up a little bit. But all their guys seem to be practicing this week. Um, like... Um, Gibbs and uh, Brian Branch has been, he was limited. Uh, Laporte is limited, so they're getting practices in. So I think they're all going to play. And if the Ravens are decimating in the secondary and they can't run the ball, to Dom's point, it seems like Lions air raid attack and the Ravens are going to be behind this game and it's going to not be so great for them. So I'm going to go with the Lions as well. All right, so two Lions. I'm going Baltimore, and I can't be biased here because I'm going against the Steelers' rival. So, uh, also <laughs> game break right here. Breaking news: the Diamondbacks have tied it up in the bottom of the seventh. It is one-one. Just, just wanted to <laughs> put that out there. <laughs> we are pro snakes in this. Well, I don't know if you guys are, but well, I got the Arizona. So, we'll oh, there going. we go. You're repping. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm all Phillies. <laughs> you just want to hear dancing on my own again but we'll go to uh, a great AFC West game I still think like no matter what even though the Chargers are what two and three on the season this is still going to be a very good game because of the Chargers offense it's very inconsistent it seems like it's boomer bust at times but yeah I think the Chargers going to Kansas City it doesn't really matter too much because no matter where they're playing it's going to be a Chiefs home game so I don't really care too much about that them playing in Arrowhead Dude, honestly, like this Chiefs team is beatable. It seems like it. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Chargers here. I don't think they fall to two and four. I think the Chiefs are not as good as they should be to be six and one if they were to win this game. I want to know week after week who the wide receiver one is. If I had a bet on it, it's probably Rasheed Rice now. But I don't know. It changes every week. And I don't think that this Chiefs defense is all that good. I don't think the Chargers defense is all that good. But Brandon Staley's got to be fighting for his coaching job at this point. I'm going to go with the Chargers pulling off the upset on the road. And they are five and a half point underdogs. So this could be my upset pick of the week as well when we get to those. Uh, Tom, do you think there's an upset brewing in Arrowhead? Or do you got the Chiefs in this one? Like, everything makes me want to say yes. Because, like, just like if you fast forward, like you said, like four days from now and... We're sitting here on Tuesday, and the week's over. The Chargers are two and four. The Chiefs are six and one. Neither of the teams look dominant enough to, for those to be their records. Um, three and three and five and two sounds significantly more realistic. But the thing is, the Chargers like they they can't they they have, they have trouble in close games. They, they have these close games. They have really a problem closing them out and, and leading a drive at the end. Yeah, Herbert has not been good. Matter. And, and with with the defense that isn't so good and a Chiefs defense that's been really good, I don't know, man. I think that like like the Chiefs offense is still like scoring points to a very high degree. It's just you know they don't do it in as pretty of a fashion. Um, but I think I think I have to go with the Chiefs here. Yeah, and the Chargers are definitely banged up as well. They have a plethora of injuries. I'm waiting for uh, Quinn Johnson to have something. Something. I drafted him in fantasy this year, and, and then Mike Williams goes down, so you think he might have a more expanded role. And he was on, well, Dom, he was on all cardio team this week? No, I actually left him off because he didn't even play over 50% of the snaps. Like, oh, wow. they just refused to play him. So <laughs> I, don't, crazy, I don't think he's yeah. going to be relevant anytime soon, to be honest. He yeah. did He did run one really good round in the goal line. It was nice inside leverage, nice little quick I know, I saw it. He got wide open there. The end zone. But um, yeah, I saw that I saw that route all over the place, and that's kind of what the fantasy football analysis are holding on to for dear life <laughs> because they all told everybody to draft Johnson all summer. Um, but running good routes uh, 
and you're not even getting looked at your way, I think you probably um, he's looking like a dud for his rookie year. Yeah. Dom, do you think – well, your rubber, rubber, rubber pick here. Yeah, so, like, Patrick Mahomes just owns his division. He's 28-3 and three against the AFC West, which is what? just insane. That's crazy. That's, that's insane to think about. Um, Has he ever lost to the Broncos? No, he's undefeated against the Broncos. That's that's wild. Because I, I know he had that – there was that game two years ago against now, the Raiders he, he lost to, like, deeper in the year in a high-scoring game. And he's lost – He's lost to um, Herbert uh, once. Oh my god, this does not help my pick at all. So yeah, so and the Chiefs played on Thursday. So coming off of extended rest, Patrick Mahomes is twenty three and five in his career, which is I believe that stat means like twelve plus days or whatever. So he's great off extended rest. The Chargers have the thirty second ranked pass defense. So I just I I don't see a world where the Chargers pull off this upset. However. Herbert is 1-4 in, in his career against Mahomes. All five of those games have been within six points. So okay. they never get blown out. I don't think this is going to be a blowout. I think the Chargers will probably hang around. But seeing the Chiefs actually lose on their home turf is not happening this weekend, in my opinion. I'm going with the Chiefs, but I do think the Chargers keep it close. Damn. All right, so we got two. Dom and Tom are both taking the Chiefs. I will be taking the Chargers, so... Well, we'll get back to that game possibly later with the upset pick of the week. Uh, we have another game we talked we talked about Tampa uh, against Detroit last week, and Tampa was a big letdown. We're going to talk about them again here. They're hosting the 3-3 Falcons. Tampa's 3-2 since they already had their bye. Honestly, this is a game I'm not really super excited to watch because the Falcons' offense has been so frustrating this season, and I feel like at times the Bucks' offense has been as well. And I think, honestly, like... I was going to say this is probably going to be a low-scoring game, and like the over-under is set at 37, so that's what Vegas predicts it as well to happen. I honestly do think the Bucks win this game. I do think the Falcons are a little bit overrated to what their record says, and I do think they're not maybe as good as a 3-3 three and three team should be at the moment, and they got to go to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is going to learn from their mistakes last week, play a much easier opponent. I, I'm going to go with Tampa in this one. Uh, they're two-and-a-half-point favorites, so not a crazy selection here, but yeah, I'm going to go with Tampa. I'll throw it to Dom next. I'm going to defer to Tom. I want to hear what he has to say first. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> um, I think I want to – I do want to pick the Falcons here. Um, I don't love it, but I do think that the um, Falcons will be able to run the ball against this Tampa defense, um, and it's going to result in making – kind of Baker control the um, game on, on his end because Rashad White, like as much as he's playing – he has like an elite role like fantasy-wise, he is not – efficient really at all um their run game is not great and the falcons what they beat to their secondary this offseason i think they give themselves a better chance against like receiving cores like chris godwin and mike evans plus division rival they know how to play this team and the falcons are uh better than they have been in the past so i'm, I'm gonna i think i think the falcons uh go into tampa here and beat them okay mm-hmm. split right down the middle dom let's see what you i've got. been going i've been going back and forth on this game i mean when i first saw it I saw the Bucks and I was like, oh, that's an easy win for them. Like, both teams coming off a loss, they'll get the win at home. But then I thought about it. I saw that, um, like, 80% of the public is taking the Bucks minus two and a half, which just, that doesn't seem right then. That's just way too many people. So I was like, oh, the Falcons got to win this game. Then I looked into it. Desmond Ritter is 0-4 in his career on the road in the NFL. The Bucks have the, the Bucks have the seventh-ranked rushing defense, and all the Falcons can do is run the ball. So, like... I, I don't know what to do in this game. And Tom mentioned they're division rivals. They know each other. Before week 18 last year, the Falcons won that game. But the prior five times, the Bucks won. 
So like clearly the Bucks know how to beat the Falcons. But well, with that being said, significantly different team on both sides though. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. And what? like all everything is just pointing to the Bucks for me. But I think I have to ride with my NFC South Falcons here and wow. think they pull off the upset on the road. I don't know. I mean, watching that Bucks team last week, it, it was awful. I know they need <laughs> Tom Brady out there for sure. They look much better. Yeah, maybe bigger the, significant downgrade. Yeah. Well, okay. So. Wait. Uh, hypothetically, would I don't want to say exciting because I think it would be no matter what. Um, which, okay, which, uh, which scenario would have a higher point total? Desmond Ritter versus Baker Mayfield or current Matt Ryan versus, versus current, current Tom Brady? Brady? <laughs> uh, to be honest, I think I would take current Matt Ryan versus current Tom Brady. I don't know, man. What's, Dude, what's Matt Ryan can hand it off just as well as Ritter can. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Is Ryan, like, like, rumored to possibly be a Jet, like, at some point? I don't, yeah, I don't think he's, like, officially retired. He's in the booth right I, now, but I think he said if, like, the right thing comes 30, up, he'll go. I thought, I thought he's, like, technically still on the Falcons' books, too, right? I don't know if he still is. It might have only been Oh, okay. Maybe not anymore, but I think it might have been last year when he was at. at Probably a, was, yeah. yeah. Or he was still in the league ugly this week. There's, like, yeah. four or five games under 40 points. Yeah, oh, have, the bad. Oh, the bad gross... games are bad, but the like we got good teams playing each other, so we got dog shit teams yeah. playing dog shit teams this week. Because yeah, so like... there's five games that are forty or under tonight: Browns, Colts, Giants, Commanders. I'm surprised that's only thirty nine. Should be like thirty one. Um, Falcons, Bucks, and then the and then did I say one? Uh, there was one more forty. Uh, I missed it somewhere. Uh, Eagles, no. Dolphins is fifty one and a half. Oh, Raiders, Bears, Raiders, yeah, Bears, crazy. Um. The highest is the is the uh, Chiefs Chargers game at forty eight. No, Eagles, nah, Phillies. Phillies yeah, in the fifties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, these these are some low totals this week. Well, because last week I don't know if you saw the stat. I believe unders last week went like fourteen and two. Or it did really well. Four. Yeah. It was something like that. So they're probably they're expecting the the scoring to stay lower. Okay, so that's three straight games where we're split here, and I'm the solo guy, so this can yeah, make me look yeah, really so I good. <laughs> I don't know if I like that. <laughs> <laughs> really bad. Uh, so Dom asked if we were going to talk about this next game or the Steelers-Rams, and I was like, you know what, we'll save everybody the the pain of listening to the Steelers' offense until it gets changed. We're, we're not talking about them. Uh, so we got San Fran, Minnesota. Honestly, some solid primetime games this week. Like, like Minnesota's not a good team this year, but at least they'll make this game somewhat, I think, exciting and competitive. I don't think they'll get blown out even without Justin Jefferson. They are seven-point underdogs in this game as well. It will be in Minnesota. I'm going to pick Chalk here, though. I, I can't see Minnesota beating them. This would be a massive upset. I'm going to go with San Fran getting the win on the road. Uh, Dom, you want to defer this to Tom again, or you want to give your pred prediction here? No, I'll take the prediction here because um, I want to start off. I want to congratulate both of you. Congrats, Matt. Congrats, Tom. Uh, you can say congrats to me as well if you want. <laughs> On what? Congrats, Tom. For what? We all have the same amount of rushing touchdowns as the Minnesota Vikings this year. Uh, and the Pittsburgh have, Steelers. And the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the, they have zero <laughs> rushing touchdowns. That's crazy. Their first uh, six games, which I don't really know how that's possible. <laughs> I thought Alex Madison was going to be the next Adrian Peterson. Doesn't this he have a touchdown too? Like I feel like he scored he at least once touchdown in like week two. Or week three. That's crazy. I found that out today that Minnesota's got zero rushing touchdowns. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is two and ten on Monday Night Football in his career. San Fran is seven and one in their last eight games after a loss. I mean, this is just too obvious of a pick. I'm. It's the 49ers. If they lose this game, I will be completely shocked. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm going Niners as well. I think you, you explained it well. Um, even without Jeff, Jeff, the even without Justin Jefferson, um, the Vikings can keep it close. Um, and I think CMC actually looking like he's gonna play, which is kind of crazy because it was looking like a multiple week injury. Like if we looked at like maybe Tuesday or Monday, but um, if he gets out there, I think it's gonna be tough because you saw the Eagles ran all ran all over the Vikings a couple weeks ago in like week two or three, I think. And if C and CMC's like pretty much an unstoppable force, so I'm picking the Niners. All right, there we go. Yeah, that was a pretty easy game to predict for sure. Quick rapid fire. Who do you guys think wins tonight's game? So uh, they'll know who if our predictions were right because yeah, so, the Saints Jags already came out. Yeah, so I'll uh, I'll pick the first mailbag we had. We had someone say that the Saints will be embarrassed tonight. All caps on embarrassed. What, what do you guys think about that? I honestly think they win. Yeah, mm. I mean for the sake of my for the sake of my NFC South um, winner, I think I have to uh, keep. Keep up with the Falcons and Dom and Matt. You're close behind, but you know. Um, <laughs> but I think I'm gonna roll with the Saints tonight. And, I mean, the spread's one, so I was gonna say in a close one, but I guess that's kind of uh, implied. Ooh. Yeah, and um, like the Jaguars have their quarterback Trevor Lawrence banged up. The Saints do have a good home crowd. They're getting, I believe, Jamal Williams back in this game, and I do yes. think that the Saints are gonna win this one. I do think it's gonna be a once again a gross game because the Saints' offense is very hard to watch at times and we're going to see Alan Kamara get 12 targets but I do think that they are going to win this game in a close fashion though I, I don't think it's going to be pretty but I do think the Saints pick up their fourth win on the season which kind of crazy to say no I'm taking I'm taking the Jaguars here um they have the number three ranked rush defense which means their car is going to have to somehow win this game and he just he's not capable of doing that his arm is like ready to fall off he's doing like you said Kamara will probably have like 15 catches this game on short checkdowns, but I'm going to take the Jags here. I think they win. I wouldn't say embarrassed. I think the fact that if Trevor Lawrence was fully healthy, I would say this game would be embarrassing. But the fact that he's not fully healthy, I'll say it stays somewhat close. But I think the Jaguars win on the road. All right, there we go. Another split games there. Dom, do you want to do? You want to continue with the mailbag or you want to go to the upset picks of the week? Uh, let's go to the upsets. We'll save the other two for later on. Okay, sounds good. So kind of just looking at these spreads, I think we could definitely pick bigger underdogs this week uh than last week i honestly think i still may ride with my five and a half point underdog uh la chargers it's no point in getting like kind of fancy this week and try to pick oh the eight point underdog cardinals or the eight and a half point underdog patriots i'm just not going to do that so i'm going to stick with the la chargers this week who are a nice five and a half point underdog so i do think it's possible i mentioned it before that they could win this game and i'm going to still ride with justin herbert even though this team is two and three does not look great at all so yeah um do you guys have anything in mind yet or i mean I'm this, there's two. a team there's a team at four o'clock that's three point underdogs which might well, be a home game for them on the road all right so i mean you brought it up so I'm not picking them, but I'll give you my stat for them. Kenny Pickett is 4-0 coming off extended rest. 4-0. Look at that. So, there's Steelers coming off the bye week. Mike Tomlin's 15-6 and after the bye. I mean, it, it's kind of lining up for them. I'm That's not, pretty I'm good. Not, I'm not taking this one, but I just want to let you know your Steelers might have a better shot than you think this week. I think okay, I like yeah. to hear that. So they're they're a team one of the two that I'm uh, that I'm between, and the other is the unthinkable, the New York Giants. Um <laughs> I think getting two and a half at home with a low point total like that, it could wind up being a 17-16 game or something, but the commanders score a lot of points, and if they if they score two touchdowns, the Giants aren't winning. So I think I'm going to go with the Steelers here, Matt. So I'm picking, them on, I'm picking them on the road to cover that three against the Rams. Love it. Dom, yeah, I'm going to... 
I predicted it earlier, so I'm just going to stay with it. I think the Lions win. They're uh, three-point underdogs. I, I think they win that game. I mean, if I wanted to, I could take the Falcons because they're also the underdogs. But I think this Lions team is easily top three in the NFC. They're potentially a top five team in the NFL. Like, I think they can win this game. And Baltimore, I didn't mention earlier, they've been traveling now for four straight weeks. They had Jeez. two road games. Then they went to London. Then they just came home. So there's just been a lot of wear and tear on them. I think it might catch up to them this week. So I got the Lions you know, getting the upset in Baltimore. Okay. So I got the Chargers. Tom has the Steelers. And Dom has the Detroit Lions. So now we can hop into the mailbag part of the preview. Yeah. So up first, um, first hot take is that the Dallas Cowboys will win the division due to Philadelphia's tough schedule. I saw this so, when I pulled up the schedules. I want yeah. So. Eagles do have a tough schedule. They still play this. They both still play Miami. They both still play Buffalo. However, Philly has to play Kansas City and San Francisco, and Dallas has to play Detroit. Other than that, it's basically similar opponents. So the only main difference is the Chiefs, Niners for the Eagles, and the Lions for Dallas. Hmm. I I don't see it. I still am going with the Eagles to win the division here. I yeah. I you know their schedule's tough, but they currently have what. Just a game lead on the Cowboys. They don't play. Um, well, they play, what, next week or two weeks from now? Uh, I don't know. I think it will well, be close. Philly does I, have a gauntlet, though. Dude, uh, it's I'm, brutal. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let, let you finish the rest of it, though. I just saw No, that. but they are a good team. And I do think like they're going to like lose some of those games. But I don't think the Cowboys are going to finish with like a 13-4 and record. I do think the Cowboys are going to hover around 11 wins. So I think like the Eagles could still win the division with winning 12 games. And maybe themselves, they win 13 games. But yeah, I still like Eagles uh, to win the division over the Cowboys. Yeah, I, I do with the Eagles. It's just this stretch from Week 9 to 14 is ridiculous. It's... So they well, they play Miami this week. Then they then they're at Washington road divisional game. That's no easy game, no matter how overly matched Washington is. Home against Dallas, bye. At Kansas City, home against Buffalo, home against San Francisco, at Dallas, at Seattle. That's a five game. That's a tough five, yeah, five games. It's five game. Uh, yeah. That, so After two Dallas, bye, Kansas yeah. City, San Francisco, and Seattle, and then the and then Dallas has obviously both Eagles games, and in that stretch they have the Rams. The Eagles, Giants again, Panthers, Commanders at home, Seattle at home, and then Eagles at Buffalo, at Miami, home against Detroit, at Washington. Dallas has that Seattle, Philly, uh, Buffalo, Miami stretch, which is pretty tough. But I think Dallas has the easier schedule here. But I still think the Eagles wind up, uh, they wind up uh, with a better record. Maybe like a 13-4 and four to 12-5. and five. Yeah, I think given the fact that the Eagles already have the lead in the division, I think it will be hard. But, I mean, if Dallas can somehow sweep the season series and pick up two games and the tiebreaker just like that, they basically would control their own destiny. I just don't see them doing that. After watching this Cowboys team the past few weeks, they're going to beat up on all the bad teams very easily, in my opinion. But when they play the upper half of the league, they seem to struggle. They seem to come back down to earth a little bit. So I don't think they'll be able to sneak out those tough wins that they need to in order to win the division. Yeah, like, you yeah. saw how they handled themselves against, like, a really solid team in, like, the Cardinals. Like, it's pretty tough Facts. to, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Dom, uh, who was that by? Do you have the ads written down at all? I don't have it up. I'm gonna. It's on the screen now. Like, okay, so they could see. All right, because we just yeah, it's gonna be on the screen. Right, I don't have cool. it in, right in front of me. I wrote it down in my notes. Okay, sounds good. Uh, what's the next one we got? Uh, yeah. So this is, I guess, this is the third one because we mentioned the Saints earlier. Um, this one is that the Houston Texans will win the AFC South, which, if you told me that at the beginning of the year, I would have no said, shot. yeah, no chance. They're gonna be the them and the Colts will have three wins max this year. They're not going anywhere. Um, however, like if the Jaguars win tonight. I think that will give them a good enough cushion. If the Jaguars lose tonight, the Texans are right there with them then. I think they could have a real shot. I still just don't think this Texans team will last over a 17-game season. So I don't think that they will win the division. Yeah, they're, they're already down a game as well. And they have, um, luckily for them, they do have the easiest schedule like with the with the first-place finish for the Jaguars having they have. They came in last, right? Yes, they, they have the first yeah. pick, so... Yeah. It, um, they do have an easier schedule overall. I'm looking at it now. They did beat the Jaguars already, though, which every, is yeah, nice. They, I know. they could beat them again. Um, on the road, too. On the road, too, yeah. And every, honestly, I'm looking at this. Every game is winnable, though, besides maybe at the um, at the Bengals. At Panthers, home Bucks, at Bengals, home Cardinals. Dude, home their schedule is not bad Yeah, at all. home Broncos, at the Jets. Okay, that's, that's, that's probably the second toughest game. At the Titans. Browns at home versus Titans, then the Colts. So they have, they have all these divisional games at the end. And I'm looking at the Jaguars' schedule. It's the Jaguars, but they the Jaguars just kind of shot themselves in the foot because they they already lost a couple games they should have won. They, they they could easily be like if they were like if they were five and one right now, um, and they didn't play so sloppily against a couple teams, they, it would be like okay, like this team is obviously super legit. Like the Texans game and even the Chiefs game was super winnable, and they won the rest of the games comfortably. They beat the Bills, killed the Colts, killed the Falcons. And kill and beat the by two scores. <laughs> to be honest, though, I kind of like it. I kind of want to root for CJ Stroud. It's just so tough for this rookie quarterback to lead this team, which is still not great overall, and he's really carrying this offense to make it to the playoffs. So I, I'm still going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars, and it is a chalky pick here. But I do like where his head's at. I do honestly think there's a chance where there's two division uh, or there's two playoff teams out of the AFC South. And the Texans could take the seventh spot. I mean, that wouldn't shock me. I mean, this Jaguars team could win the division with 10 wins. And maybe the Texans go 9-8. and eight. They have the tiebreaker over the Steelers. So that could be a team they face. Like, they're kind of competing with down the stretch. I'm just saying. Um, and I don't know. Maybe they are maybe they are a playoff team. But uh, I think for now, though, Jaguars win the division still. Yeah, I'm, st- I'm, st- I'm picking the Jaguars. Um, they're already up a game with a loss to the Texans, too. So if they just split, then they pick up a game there. It's it, And they're... And, the Jaguars are playing fine. Like they, they just had a couple sloppy ones. Lawrence is off to a super rocky start. If you think he figures it out by like week nine or ish, like you know, give him a couple more games to struggle with this knee, and then he turns into what we saw last year in the second half of the year. I think the Jaguars are still in a really good spot. For sure. Yeah. So um, I wanted to then just spin this hot take into two other thoughts I just had that I want to run by you guys. Um, so speaking of C.J. Stroud, he's the guest picker for game day this week. Penn State at Ohio State, going back. Uh, going back for the game. You guys have an opinion on that game at all? Penn, Penn State, State, Ohio State. at Ohio State. I think Ohio State's favored by four right now. CJ Stroud's how, there. That's good juju. How nice of it is it for Penn State to finally play like a, a respective team? team? Like, right. at least Ohio State played Notre Dame, but Michigan last, and Penn State have played nobody all year. Last week, Penn State played UMass. The spread was 42. The over-under was 49. Shit, they real competitive one there. Primetime game. Why wasn't that on Saturday night? Um, I think it was. <laughs> dude, I like Penn State. 
I do. Uh, I'm still going to go Ohio State in this game, but I honestly, like if it was in Penn State, I would take Penn State, but um, I'm going to go Ohio State here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say the same thing. I think the two huge home crowd advantages here, especially Beaver Stadium, um, I'm going to go the fact that um, Ohio State is home. Uh, it, it could very well be an, um, a one or two point game or an overtime game. I don't think the four really is that, is the four not, might not be the end all be all. Because um, last year, I think in Michigan, Michigan blew out Ohio State, and it was a pretty close spread. So I'm going to pick the Buckeyes here. Those Big Ten matchups can, can definitely go either way. They could be nine, seven games or shootouts. Yeah, I know yeah, Dom's so answer. A, I'm taking the Buckeyes too. I mean, I have oh. them winning the Big What? Oh, I you forgot. Know? You had two Big Ten teams? I had both of them. I had oh, Ohio State disgusting. winning the Big Ten, and then I had Penn State. Wait. I think this is the only game Penn State loses all year. So I you think, think they, they beat Michigan? At home, I think they can. Because Michigan... We don't need to get into Michigan, but apparently they've been cheating a little bit, so we got to see what yeah, the sign so stealing for, for sign um, stealing, right? Yeah. So uh, the only other thing I want to talk about then, because we're talking about Big Ten matchups, Iowa Minnesota. The over under is it should be twelve and a half. That's just, oh <laughs> it is God. the lowest. I'm betting the under. Top, it's the lowest total in the last twenty years in all of college football. So think about Army Navy and all those games. This game has a lower point total than those games. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. That's embarrassing beyond belief. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure last week the Iowa Wisconsin over under I want to say it was 35, 36, and Iowa won the game like fifteen to six, I think, or something like that. Jeez. So, um, this game it's on at I believe it's on at three thirty. Honestly, I might watch it. I might just be a real sicko and watch them score seven <laughs> points the whole game. Um, Kate McNamara's out for the year, right? Yeah, so I, it's their backup. They just lost their tight end, also, which obviously, if you know Iowa, that's all they use tight end. You, yeah, um, that is tight end. So yeah, yeah. Dude, gonna be a gross game. <laughs> honestly, an elite college football slate, I think, or like it's, pretty good. It's pretty good because you got Ohio State, Penn State at noon, and then you got it followed up, obviously by like Washington State, State, Oregon, Tennessee, Bama. Tennessee, Those Bama should be really good because if Bama wins that game. Everyone that wrote them off is going to be scared that they're back. So yeah, and they're probably going to win. Oh, I'll, I would be so victory laughing if Alabama beats Tennessee. <laughs> or and then you got Duke Tennessee and Florida State at night. Like, and then you also have Utah at USC. Pretty yeah, good game. Bro, I, I contemplating going to Florida State for like a split second. Tickets are like 40 bucks, only four hours away. Really? Yeah, it was pretty cheap. They're, yeah, why are they so cheap? Wow. I don't know. It's homecoming too. Like, I don't know. I thought about it, but it's too far. Yeah, four-hour drive. You said. Yeah. Yeah, you got to go up what to like the like the line part of the Florida Tallahassee. Yeah. The Panhandle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Panhandle. Yeah. Um, it was that our last uh, mailbag question, or did we? Have yeah, that's one? that's all I got. Unless you guys got anything else. No, no I'm good I, for now. I think I'm good as well. I just think I might be really pissed on monday or whenever the the reaction comes out if the steelers can't score against the rams and matt canada just has another shitty performance or the steelers just don't have any rushing i don't know a lot of things can go wrong but we have a very good college football and nfl slate for saturday and sunday so i'm very happy with that even with six teams on a bye but honestly trimming the fat some of these offenses i'm glad we don't have to watch carolina the jets or tennessee honestly yeah and i hate that there's six buys that's like can we schedule it better we don't need six teams on a bye in week seven no, we don't. Like, we literally have buys for the next, like, six, seven weeks. Like, we could definitely spread them out a little bit more. 
So, yeah, uh, if you guys did enjoy this, we would appreciate you dropping a thumbs up on YouTube and letting us know in the comments section below. And subscribe if you are not to the channel already. We've been posting previews and reactions every week as well. We're going to do some fun stuff as the season goes along also. And if you guys are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, we'd appreciate a rating or review over there as well. So, like always, thank you all for watching, and we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.